0: Good. Hey Jeff, can you go ahead and pull that door though? Probably get started. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Let's get it done. All right. Awesome. Well, hey, um, thanks for coming this morning. I hope Hopefully we'll get a few more people here. Um, I want to get started on the discussion part. I want to get started on the roundtable discussion part so that we can try to keep to the schedule. Um, obviously, our movie, our topic this morning is uh, movies, music, and what I hope we're going to do is just learn a little bit about how we ought to think about approaching this topic. From a, from out, you know, uh, there's no list of approved movies um, there. Um, this is an exercise in legalism. This is kind of challenging our own heart to think about this topic in the right way, biblically. Perhaps better decisions about I want to start out with our roundtable discussion this morning. If you look on the back page of your handout, we've got three broad questions there. And I would encourage you guys to, to really discuss them more than write them down. Writing it down is for, for your benefit uh, later on when you're studying uh, back through what we've talked about today. But right now I'd like you guys to really discuss it. Um, remember each table, we'd like you to pick a person who's going to kind of Go ahead and get started on that, and then we'll move into the agenda. We'll start. Talk amongst yourselves. Garlic belt. <laughs> I'm violating a fundamental sound block. Yeah. I'm to mm. How, oh, cool. will be so, oh, I'm good, How good. How are you, sweetie? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Having a good summer? Yeah. Good. Good. Grab a table. Any table. How are you? Love. Well, I augmented something of it. Yeah, I augmented a lot of it. A lot of yeah. I want So Absolutely. yeah, I like the the, the framework just went. <laughs> yeah, you should Now the question is, what extent will replicate? Not remember, I got a microphone. <laughs> All right, sir. Yes, there is. Good morning. Yeah. Coming in here? Yeah. All okay. right. I'll, I'll, I'll Get so, yeah, I'll All right. it. Yeah. I'll Can you get the door? Morning. Good. How you doing? Coming to see me? All right. Oh, come on. Seriously. Son of a biscuit. No coffee left, and I'm a very sad man. Oh. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Okay. Discussions. Have a seat. No. Not really. <laughs> so you got about five minutes left on the discussion part, guys. Here, go to the back of the handout. There's three discussion questions. Talk about them amongst yourselves. You don't have to write anything now. That's for your own benefit. Uh, and then at the end, we're going to kind of talk, so also pick out uh, one person from your table that spokes man or woman. <laughs> We're going to go for about five or six more minutes, you guys. It's donuts. Oh my gosh, yes. How pretty you are. You're the facilitator, man. Make it happen. Protacho? Yeah. Split up. Go sit over here. Because it's discussion. We We don't want the whole family together. Huh? Really? After we pray, you can crash those around. For <laughs> well, about two more minutes, guys, and we'll get going. That And then we will go. Yeah, you want to pray? Yeah, That's my role. Dude, this so the, the you're the facilitator yeah. of the Holy Spirit. That's Great. You know. God, just go over the agenda and then we'll play. That's <laughs> all right. I have been... All right, we're going to begin here in a minute. If you guys, anybody who cares, there's donuts over here, so grab a donut if you like, and then we'll go over the agenda and we'll get started. Ish. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get started, everybody. Mike's got his long john. We're ready to go. Absolutely. Fly you with sugar. Okay. If everybody can take a seat, we'll get going here. Cool. Well, good morning, everybody. And I'm not going to do that thing where I make you yell back, good morning, like I did in, in BBS. Good morning. Yeah. Um, I Just real quick i want to I want to go over um, our purpose for this morning. look at the agenda then we 'll open in prayer and then we'll'll we'll get um, I hope you guys had a uh, good conversation already we 're going to make this really interactive and conversational today I, I really don 't want to talk at you for forty minutes because i, I didn 't have any coffee, so i don 't think I can. Um, I just want to remind you guys what our our purpose is for these hot topic sessions they're they 're really kind of straightforward, but I think really interesting I'm really excited about this series because I think already talk about a lot of really interesting topics and really important topics, um, American Christians. Um, and I know we've got a lot more really awesome topics coming up. All so I hope you can, and more importantly, um, talk to other members of the church. And we have a really good one right after the fact. Um, within a... so our, to- our, our our basic purpose is to really just wrestle kind of with these topics and to come together and try to understand how we come at these different topics from different points of body here at the Village Church. We've got people from all different kinds of backgrounds, upbringings, a lot of different experiences out in the world, so I think we have a wide variety of topics. Our central goal is to provide really clear topics. Um, that's our goal, um, and I hope uh, a lot of work into preparing talk. so God's help, I hope that we say so. Um, and then lastly, we want to really just arrive at you know some level of understanding. The only way we're going to do that is if you guys are free to ask questions and to, and to necessarily not agree all the time, and that's okay. It's, it's not like we're trying to walk out the doors with one new topic, um, but we always got to remember that you know when we don't agree, we have to agree with uh, the body here at the village. So with that said, uh, let's just go ahead and look at um, we did our roundtable questions already, we'll go ahead into the teaching part, and then I want to leave a good 15-20 back end to tie it all together question about you know, we talked about around the questions. And so, why don't we go ahead and open in prayer, and we'll get rolling. Jeff? All right. Rolling. So, I actually want to go back and, and just have spend a couple of minutes on this. So, these were three kind of broad questions, right? Um, how do you choose your entertainment? Have your choices changed over time as your faith is mature? Walk is increased with the... What forms of entertainment, if there are any, do you just kind of draw a line in the sand and avoid altogether? So, I want to I want to ask the first one. You know, anybody have any thoughts about does anybody have a process or a, a real um, um, thank you. Now now I might actually talk for the whole forty minutes. Um, does anybody really have a structured way that they approach this question? That's a good one actually. What else? I can't hear you Speak. Ask. You'll you'll okay. ask people before you go see. Good. Them. That's good. And and do you ask the same people all the time or you know, are there people that you folks? Cool. Are there any Christian websites that you could, because obviously a secular review versus a Christian, does Everybody know about those? Good. Yeah, Kids Mind Minds, another one. that Teresa and I, uh, for years, used to, before we'd ever sit down and watch a movie or a DVD, what I love about it is that it, it it really drills down into like the number of times they say a particular word, or if there's any kind of sexual cleavage is shown, my thigh, and, you know. It's like, I, was, I was trying to picture the people that are writing these reviews, I'm like, write that, you know, anyway, <laughs> it's kind of weird. How, let's go to the... Go ahead. There you go. So you actually get paid to not watch TV? That's awesome, man. I am I am I am easily bought. I wish somebody would pay me to not watch the crap that's on TV. I am so cheap. How about on the second question? Does anybody got any thoughts around you know? Have your entertainment? Yeah. I would take issue just on a qualitative standpoint. The terrible actor. Well, does it really matter? actor. But I think. I, I would say yeah. I would agree with you that the, they go so far to the line with the innuendo and whatnot that you know just a straight up R-rated action movies is, is probably you might get an F bomb here and there. But I don't understand the rating system. Though. I, think, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of leeway, uh, especially when you watch a movie from like 20 years ago that was PG versus a movie today that's PG-13. It's Yeah, it really has. Well, so anybody really at all? Is there any stuff that's just out of bounds for you guys? Yes. Up in Bull Feral. That's see that's a qualitative judgment though, isn't it? More than anything. Horror movies. Yeah, see me too. I am I I've never liked the genre, but after becoming a Christian I just recognized there was zero redeemable qualities about a horror movie, a slasher movie killer. So I'm, I'm with you on the first part of what you said. As far as, you know, how the how the actors that perform, you know, they just like we all work, you know, they get their muck about but um any other forms of entertainment you guys are out of bounds, like stuff on TV. There are categories of drama or whatever that you wouldn't watch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that there's some mm-hmm. stuff out there. Go ahead. I want to read false expectations of my. <laughs> 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 but, uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. We're gonna we're gonna come <laughs> back to these questions at the end to see if, if any. Um, let's just kind of set the groundwork here. So, this topic is an interesting. I gotta confess, this was a really topic for me. prepare uh, for. Um, you know, I had I really had a real blindside when it came to a topic from a scriptural. Story. I didn't realize that a lot of time talking about how we entertain ourselves makes a lot of sense though, because the Christian life is supposed to be a joy. Obviously, we find our joy, but we're also supposed to be a fun-loving people, right? A lot of different ways to have fun. You know, some denominations don't like dancing. A lot of denominations don't alcohol. Uh, you. Um, but you don't hear a lot about. And folks that are, this is their thing that they write about. But in general, it's just not something that, you know, I've been going here. I don't know that we've ever talked about it from all but before. So uh, what, what teased out of this for me, like Mike said, and um, um, God allocates to us, you know, money and time. And he requires, doesn't just hope, but he requires that we use both of those resources um, wisely and to his glory. And <clears throat> when you think about entertainment, really, what, it, what is it? What are, what, are, what are we giving in exchange for the entertainment? While we're usually giving money, uh, go to Shakespeare in the Park and it's free, you know, watch a free performance, um, you usually have to pay for it. So, you know, the resource there is money. The other resource is your time, right? If you're not watching TV, your time aspect is ridiculous. The other side of this was, and the scriptures just seem to pound on this over and over and over again, the notion that as Christians we are transformed, we ought to act that transformation in all aspects of our lives, not just in the way we speak, not just in the way we care for people, but also in... Couple areas where, as uh, Christians, especially Christians with our responsibility is even higher to make decisions about going see, watching something on TV. Stakes are pretty high in this. I want to start out with our key verse. Um, and if you'll notice, just a, a word about the notes here. Um, the stuff in blue is all the scriptures, uh, the stuff that's highlighted in yellow are the, the big questions that you ought to be thinking about and that get on here. Um, that's just a little help for you guys. The key verse I chose was First uh, Thessalonians 5. 21 and it should have been. It's 21 to 20. Um, test everything. Hold fast, cling tightly to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. That's pretty definitive. Abstain from every form of evil. See as we walk through this that uh, a lot of what we are exposed to in the media is evil. Um, Kyle reminded me <laughs> and was preparing for this that <clears throat> most entertainment, if not all entertainment, created by pagans for pagans. That is a When you really just stop and think about that, that is a huge statement created by pagans. These are people who don't know the Lord or have actively rejected God altogether. And they're creating the entertainment not for us. There's almost nothing that's created. I don't know why that is. I think it's because they have an agenda. (laughs) Um, But when you think about it, it's created by pagans. So as Christians, we have to ask ourselves one basic question. Why are we helping them profit by that? I'll tell you, that was a really great because I like me some good action movies. I, I like a lot of the stuff that's on TV, not God-honoring stuff. Live out in the world, the Bible's telling you to do that because it does set you apart, um, especially for the young folks. It's challenging when a group of friends says, hey, let's go see, you know, Bridesmaids. Nothing God-honoring in that movie. Hysterical on a really base level, but there's nothing good about it at all. So, really think about this, and we do. We need to really pray on this particular verse about abstaining from every form of evil. One of the hardest things about this topic is this notion of going from where I am today, how I make my choices today. So here's some scriptures, I think, that kind of illuminate us power to be able to... A couple of them come from Ephesians. Among them, all formerly lived in the lust, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, were by nature children of... That's true, right? I mean, before we were saved, we were just animals like everybody else, right? We had nothing to guide us other than our, our built-in passions, lusts, and desires. The notion of formerly. again, the next passage says, that in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, corrupted in accordance with... Now, you know, we're recognizing that we had a former life, that we had these desires in the past, and that now, the power of the Holy Spirit, we're to lay that aside. And children, do not be conformed to the former lusts. which so that, that struck me. Uh, this topic of... Crosses a line and goes into. Um, we have to ask ourselves, you know, what are those former lusts? What are those that really get us jazzed about watching something that, we know in our hearts, we shouldn't be watching? Um, so these are the things that I think you need to watch for. When you're already engaged in some form of entertainment, I feel that you're getting a sense of pleasure um, while watching someone engaging in bad or evil conduct. It's not good. So find ourselves loving pleasure, loving this time that we're spending with TV, or with. point of overindulgence. Scripture talks about this a lot. Again, I mean, and plenty of young people we know. completely, and utterly addicted to video. We um, after pleasure to give our lives purpose and meaning. Again, our purpose and our meaning should be Christ, third party external source. And then, when we allow pleasure to become one of our heart's main desires, when we seek after these pleasurable times and more than we seek after fellowship with a Christian, study in the Bible, or prayer. Then, the section here uh, about that in the notes, and I'd run your own to really meditate. So, how do we choose? How is a Christian supposed to do right types of entertainment? As I was preparing for this, I came across a blog, uh, Chris Quinlan. He writes a blog, and, and I read it from time to time, and it, I really like kind of the style, he, or the approach that he takes to a lot of topics, and I thought on this one he absolutely nailed it. So, I actually kind of used his framework, calls it the five filters. I just think it, it Pick out two of these, even. Try to apply them on a consistent basis to how we make our- I know that as I went through this, I went, oh, yeah, I kind of do that. And, oh, yeah, I, I kind of do that, but I do it really badly because I still end up watching. So let's talk about these. This notion of a filter, we're all familiar with, right? We use a coffee filter to keep the bad stuff out of the coffee. You know, we filter in our air conditioning. I am any So let's change them every month. I like the oil change thing. Every 3,000 miles. It looks the same. A month, two years is the same thing. Content filter. Is it sinful for me to entertain what I hold as morally objectionable? This is interesting. I like this. Because it, it doesn't set the standard as what the Bible says necessary. I'm asking you to look inside yourself first and say, is this stuff that violates my own code of ethics? Stuff that are just out of bounds for me in life in terms of action. Like, I would never kill anybody, right? I mean, I agree. You'd, you'd never... <laughs> Rubble? No. Um, but yet, we'll watch a movie where... Never dawned on me the fact that there are things that are portrayed in, in our entertainment that are things that are completely outside the lines. And when you think about it now, we get into even situation comedies on TV, pretty mundane, you know, stuff that they play at 8 o'clock at night, presented in, in those TV shows that I think everybody in this room would agree are things that we would glorify them and wrap humor and laughter around them. and they Hey, that's fine. Again, there's some scriptures here that kind of really drill down on this. I want to pick up... as you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with... Now this one, when Christ said this, it was scandalous at the time, society that was all about the rules and regs. They had very clear um, definitions of when you're in trouble and when you're not in trouble. The notion that you could just think about a sin and already be guilty of that. And I think even for us, that's kind of hard to get over. So that means when you're driving down um, 94 on your way to, literally will have to shut your eyes while you're driving for about six miles as you're passing all the Gentleman Club billboards. Just think about that, guys. Almost impossible to look at something that's present us not have a fleeting, lustful thought. Uh, that's what our world does to us today. Whether you're watching a soap commercial, <laughs> whether you're looking at an ad for shoes, whether you're watching a sitcom on TV or, God forbid, a movie, um, there, it's just filled, filled opportunities. And this gentleman's uh, point before, um, been a hard week for me. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's been a hard week. Um, the darkness filter. This one I think it was a little bit tougher to get my head around, but so when we look at the media that we uh, consume. Um, there's a lot of dark themes being presented. in some places. There's some very um, overt occult and demonic messages that are, especially music. I think I don't know what it is. There's a fascination in certain realms of mold demonic realm. Latch on to them, and um, obviously in the horror genre, strip away the special effects. It's, it's all about how you know darkness prevails over light at some level. Um, in Galatians, it, it talks about the acts of the sinful nature, sexual immorality, impiety. Idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, selfish ambition, dissensions, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Um, that's a heck of a list, right? So I don't think any of us are really um, craft much these days. Um, hatred, yeah, we kind of are, I think. Discord, for sure, jealousy. Uh, fits of rage, guilty, uh, selfish ambition, you betcha. Dissensions, all the time. Factions and envy, yep, drunkenness, orgies, never. Um, but guys, we already participate in a lot we really need to reinforce it in our lives with the entertainment and i think that we actually promote the behavior in our constantly subjecting ourselves. i think that um or <clears throat> light stuff on TV really does a good job of promoting i watch some of my favorites dig down into what's being portrayed functional family a lot of dissension a lot of jealousy almost every, I, there's never been an orgy on i think this area is one that we need to one that I think gets us into the most trouble because it's the most hideous. It has the most, you don't even notice that it's changing. I, I think you can see this on, watch some of the evening talk shows on the news, bickering, 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 bad. It's. it's yeah, thank you. I just had my coffee, it's too hot. So I want you to think about this as well, and there's some conscience filter. I think this is the one that most of us employ. <clears throat> this is that inner voice that tells us, eh, you probably shouldn't be watching this. And I know, as a parent, <clears throat> this is the one that gets me most often because watching something with the kids, and it'll get to a part, part in the movie, and I'll be like, "Ah, oh, jeez. They've actually done it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shut it off. And you go, oh, come on. You know, and it's like, you all shouldn't be watching this. You never know when it's going to come up. It can come up two-thirds of the way into a movie. And you're like, what? Oh, man. Conscience filter. This one here is... Let that inner voice really speak. So I would submit that it knocks on your door every single time. Um, the interesting thing about the conscience, though, is that properly educated. We don't, we're not just born with a... We have to spend time in the Word. We have to spend time to... Um, so being in the Word is the most important thing. Really making sure that you're in the right place in terms of your faith. Because, again, if you're... Paul says your, your faith is really kind of a reflection of our faith. If you're walking well with Christ... Your conscience is going to convict you immediately, every time off into these areas. To the extent that we can say no to the conscience and kind of do what we want, um, a collection of walk, work in our walk. Romans it says that the faith that you have, eat between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who has no reason to pass judgment on himself for what he eats. But whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats, because the eating is not from faith. Whatever does not proceed for obviously Paul isn't talking necessarily illiterate. bodies into our minds into our Less is the one who has no reason to pass judgment on himself. Last, clearly, but the one that has doubts. Everybody in this room probably has doubts. This was the one that really got me. The stumbling block, person who naturally is influenced <clears throat> over friends. This one. Uh, so. I think we all kind of know what a stumbling block is, but let's, Romans uh, basically says, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in your brother's face." So what we're talking about here is, do anything that causes our neighbor tempted to sin, that's a stumbling block. And I fear that uh, a lot of us do this, not just around entertainment, tempt them into sinful behavior. Here's one of my favorites. Do it in a similar way. Hey, I went and saw this movie this weekend. Did you guys see it yet? In fact, you should be doing the opposite. Gosh, I can't believe. I like what uh, the first. therefore, if I eat what causes my brother to fall into sin, the obvious, if I were to tempt someone into sin, that's like the worst thing I could. I would rather not do that thing ever again. I would never even, so, think I led somebody to watch a movie that was not appropriate for them. Better off never watching movies ever again, making that same mistake a second time. And <laughs> scriptures are very, very clear on this stuff and hard to hear. The Philippians 4.8 filter. This my entertainment choice, like the attributes in Philippians. So, if, if we were to give a template or um, standard against which we want to judge entertainment choices, I I think this is as good as any we could come up with. Probably pretty good. Um, Philippians four eight says, "Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy." Um, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so, um, who can tell me the last movie they saw that was True Noble? Chronicles of Narnia. Little House on the Prairie. I loved that show. I was so in love with Laura Engels when I was growing up. He was just. Yeah. <laughs> See, so it was right there, it was a stumbling block to me. So, uh, Michael? I have to rewatch it again. It's been a few years. Chronicles of Narnia is an interesting choice. Out there. So, do you feel like the violence that was portrayed, especially in the movie, necessary? Right, and, and that, and that's kind of my point. Is that I think, I think even in the best translations of the best literature to film, um, you got to remember who's doing the translation. Is it you know? I don't know, and I don't know the answer to that, Joel. Yeah. Well, we saw it with the with the Passion of the Christ, right? Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, one of the ones that came to, to my mind when we were preparing for this topic was Braveheart. How many guys in this room love Braveheart as a movie? Right. How many gals love Braveheart as a movie? For a different reason. Of, come on, Mel in a kilt? Come on. Oh, wait a minute. That's the stumbling block. I don't know. Saw a lot of guys in kilts yesterday. I don't see the attraction. Anyway, um, you know, but Braveheart's one of those movies, right, as guys that were like, blah, it's awesome. It's a great movie. In fact, I think we've even shown it at a men's room. But, I mean, I mean, well, you want to talk about gratuitous violence, but where's the, where's the redemptive, I don't know, yeah, so so what you're basically saying is like a scale. So yeah. if the scale is more toward the righteousness, God-honoring side, right? You know, so I, have a, I have an example from my own. So I, I think The Godfather, one and two, the finest American film. While it does portray sin, horrible sin, I think it does exactly what Kyle says, is it shows at the end of the day that there is a price to be paid for that horrible price. Sin, and then not necessarily the redemption, but the price of sin. So don't go there because this is what will happen to you. Michael Corleone loses everything, his family, everything. The other one is The Sopranos. I six seasons watching The Sopranos. Got to the end, and I was really upset that the writer of that show did not use it as as a moment. There was nothing at the end of that made you go, "This guy loses because he's a all just." Let's watch the bad guy win. Let's watch the bad. Guy. And I think, I think, I th- I think I believe what you're saying, uh, Kyle. My 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 difficulty here is that biblical standard pretty high, <laughs> and I think most of what. Uh, is pretty our entertainment today. There's certainly nobody sitting in a room <laughs> applying any of these <laughs> principles <laughs> when they're writing the scripts and, and cutting the movie. So, I agree. I think that, uh, obviously, uh, especially, are the things that are impossible to erase from your mind. That's why, you know, pornography, for example, is such a dangerous form of entertainment. That image is in your mind. So many of these things. If we're mature, that's the caveat, right? If we're mature, Christ, I think we can find areas of, yeah, we can be valuable. bosh And, and, I don't know. I still think probably 95% of what we um, put in our eyes is crap. Yeah. Really? I've got to be honest with you. I, I look at Jesus as the most oldest. missionaries that I know, <laughs> they don't watch movies. I don't know that Christ would even say, Hey, Jesus, want to go to a movie? He'd be like, Yeah. And then when you got to the theater, you'd never get past the front door because he'd be out speaking the gospel to people out front. Never get inside to see the movie, right? Great question. Ken, talk about music. Sure. So, so taking that to its conclusion that, that mean that any song that's not a song of praise is not there goes Johnny Cash right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, happy birthday right? you can't sing that in public anymore anyway cuz you got to pay royalties yeah. i got well i know i know this is well i mean this is stuff that i th- and, and i've I, I don't want to say necessarily stared away from music so much. Music is an intensely personal experience. I have a lot invested in their opinion. Um, I know that there are certain bands that I listen to that are not Christian, but that that absolutely give me feelings that are positive. Okay. Happy thoughts, if, you know, just put it. Um, yeah. Other music that, when I listen to it, even though it's well-executed, outstanding musicianship, makes me think dark thoughts. It gives a dark place. So... I, I I think that clearly there's a range there, uh, and you just again you need to apply that conscience filter. You know, I come away from it like this, or do I come away from it? You know, that's the difference. Else on music, that's an interesting point because I and I brought this up while we were discussing this topic uh, with Mark the other day. I said, you know, it's interesting if you were to pull most Christians, they would put classical music in that's okay box. They would take Ozzy Osbourne and you know, priests and stuff and put it in the not okay box. But there is plenty of classical music that is extraordinarily darkly themed, right? And if you know behind the, the backstory, you'll be like, wow, a lot of Wagner, <laughs> really dark stuff, you know, um, Berlioz, pretty dark stuff. Um, but as Christians, we'd go, yeah, classical music, it's great. But well, lyrics, why not? Sure. Feeling it creates inside—that's an interesting question. So, if lyrically you've got overt praise to God. But the music that goes along with it has invokes, again, those feelings of darkness, oppression, whatever. Thoughts on that? Because I have an opinion, but I won't so it, I believe it's the language of background in heaven. I, feel like you, I just feel like you want to say something. But again, but, but again, if we go back to, again, I think what we're talking about is the conscience here, not necessarily just raw emotions. The conscience, if you go back to that, what we said, the conscience needs to be trained, properly taught. So if your conscience was instructed and informed by Scripture it, then, that, then I think we're okay. But yeah, I mean, for a baby Christian to just go, let me see how I <laughs> Same thing with metal. Oh, you're white. <laughs> I, I, think, I, think you... I agree. And like I was saying before, I mean, I, there are bands that I've lived with, Patrick and I, we actually share. I just feel happy. I've never listened to a Yes song and come away going, wow, that really depressed me. you know. But, but yeah, I mean, I think a, again, going back to what we said at the beginning of this, we're not trying to draw any hard lines in the sand. Collect yourself. It's uh, the right choice. And at the end of the day, it's in those moments alone with God when you're praying. I think. You know, turn the TV off. <laughs> pray about it and I think it'll be all right. Yeah. I agree. So that begs the question. So how many Christian universities colleges have a strong arts curriculum to do that? You know what I mean? But yeah. It's awesome. Because right now the choices are pretty lame. I watch PAX TV. Wow. I'm about out of time here. Uh, thoughts about these last questions that we had from the top. you know, and I will be honest. I think that's a great way to kind of tie it all together. Um, I really want to encourage you guys to kind of read the whole thing because there's a lot more in there that we weren't able to. Um, I also wanted to leave you with, uh, if you are interested in reading topic, there's a very good book, Arts and Entertainment and Christian Values by Jerry Solomon. It's a little dated. It's from 2000, but it's still really, really relevant. Um, there's not there's not as much in there about the internet because you know, something, something that we never anticipated. Good book. It's a short book too. So you book. Uh, Go ahead and close us in prayer and uh, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this morning and uh, for the opportunity to come together, uh, discuss these really important topics. Um, Father, we just ask you to uh, to help us uh, as a topic about how do we choose our entertainment. Help us God honoring properly. Um, if we stumble you allow us to say no. And so, Father, I just ask you to focus on this as we move. In name, we pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Tell all your friends.